Everybody, welcome back to the very next episode of Spiels on Wheels. Wait a minute. <laughs> Did you not know I was going to be like this? No. <laughs> you looked right into my soul. You looked right into my eyes like I knew what was going on. There are no wheels. That's why I didn't tell you about the intro. We don't have any wheels. So what? what is this show? This is Spiels and Feels, everybody. I'm RepentMF. I'm joined by Pusheen Hat, one of my very good friends, one of the very best streamers I know and the ATL. How are you doing today? I'm doing very good. Thank you. It's been a long day. <laughs> yes. And uh, I don't really know where to go from here. I didn't have a game plan. There's like notes up there on screen. I don't have a game plan. <laughs> So I'm just going to talk awkwardly like this to you about the different things that we have on here. This is a show um, where we get to know the uh, other person in the seat next to me, as well as me. Oh, hello, Luca. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just wanted to do this show because I like talking to my friends and, and interesting people. And I don't really get to do that on Spiels on Wheels. Um, I want to make more Spiels on Wheels. But, you know, I just haven't had the motivation. And this is a cool way to make myself get back into it. So, uh, so yeah. Um, we're going to talk about games today. We're going to talk about uh, careers. And we'll just, we'll just go from there. That's the general vibe of the show. Chill vibe. We're Chill. just going to roll. Chill vibe. Tell me about your last seven. How's your last week been? My last seven. I always forget that's a say. <laughs> <laughs> the last seven days. Uh, I've actually just been so nervous for this. <laughs> um, no. Uh, it's been, it's been fine. I think a couple of days of work were really obnoxious. Um, I wish, I wish I didn't have the job I had. Dude, same. <laughs> Why for you? Uh, it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any? Okay. Yeah. No, I agree. Mine also sucks. I think I think I just don't like the idea of this being my career where I'm at right now. And so every time I have like a pause where I'm like, yeah, but I'm doing it for... Do you know the meme? There's a meme circulating and it's like a nice little comic and uh it's like oh this job is soul sucking but i have to remember why i'm doing it and he picks up the photo and it's like money house food yeah yeah i, yeah. I, I can hate that it's, it's <laughs> the truth it's how it be it it is i'm i'm approaching my old ass bitch stage i'm tired of doing jobs that don't do anything yeah I want to do a job that does something. When you say you want to do a job that does something, do you mean like a job that does something for you or like a job that like does something for the world? Either or, man. <laughs> pick, pick one at least. Like either one. Flip a coin. Flip a coin. Either one of those is good. I have not had a job that I would say benefited the world or myself. Well, you got to think big scale, small scale. I always feel like there's always like a small burst that happened today. I was helping a client and she sounded the most upset of any client I've had in the past month. And uh, 
I was just like, yeah. And then this is the troubleshooting sheet that we have. And this is, these are the things that you can go through. And she was like, wow, that actually fixed all of my problems. And for that moment of clarity, I was like, I did it. I helped somebody <laughs> and I felt really good about it. And then I hung up on the call and I was like, be sure to take the one question survey because that's like part of our, sh our thing. And then I was like, man, I hate this. Uh, we had a real genuine, like human, human connection. I helped you. You thanked me. By the way, take our survey. <laughs> yeah. By the way, be sure to rate me a one or a zero. <laughs> be sure to put me on that binary scale that we have. Thank you for doing our survey. Did repent help you solve your problem today? <laughs> Press zero if you don't think he's worth anything. <laughs> Can we throw repent into a fire? <laughs> and replace him with another mindless drone? <laughs> Press one if you don't think any of those things. You know, my job lately has just been like managing folders in an office for like the past eight months maybe just like i'm just holding folders and i get rid of folders sometimes and i put the folders online and i was like this shit sucks bro <laughs> i don't ever want to see a piece of paper again in my life <laughs> paper can suck it paper can suck yeah it. paper can suck it i was i was thinking about it we were talking over dinner actually about uh your job and I crossed my mind for the briefest moment that like iPhone introduced the thing where it like you take a picture and you hit scan document and then it like scans all of the words on the document. I was just like, that could be a lot easier and they could probably make it into just like a program. But I was like, man, I, I also would not want. <laughs> yeah, I genuinely scanned like thousands and thousands, like, Maybe like fifty thousand pieces of paper. You're, you're not lying. That it's like fifty thousand. It might be more. I genuinely don't know. It could be more. I might be undershooting it. It's twenty years of paper. That's right, right? Because it's like, ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's like medical stuff. Yeah, I'm tired of paper. No more paper. No more paper. Everybody, be ready to switch. We're switching to all iPads, all iPhones. That's right. And then when we're tired of tablets we'll throw those away we'll go back to paper we'll go back to tattooing the information on our body <laughs> like memento yeah <laughs> <laughs> you're freaking me the fuck out you gotta stop <laughs> she's just chilling she's not chilling i think she look at her tail it's all fluffed up yep. here come closer so our video listener come here no okay she doesn't want anything. no she doesn't want anything you know it the job sucks and so my end goal is to like make enough money so i can i can save some money and and then pay my way into being a game dev or you know like kickstart or or have a publisher mm -hmm. and then the publisher will front the money um so like i have ideas on what i want the game to be and i have there's lots of stuff i don't know why i'm not talking about like it's like a decent product right now but uh i was trying to think of a transition to talk about like art because like that's actually when when i was saying like a thing for yourself or a thing for the world that's what i mean 
mine is a very like i do want to give back to communities that made me feel not alone when i was a child because i spent a lot of days we had a game room upstairs on the second floor in ivy chase and uh i would just play paper mario or sm64 and i'd do that for hours and so i want to give back to a community like smash like speed running that made me feel welcome but um but no it's completely selfish the the job i want to do is like i want to make something that makes me happy now i'm gonna be i want to be happy that's that maslow's hierarchy brother give me that self-actualization yeah yeah, yeah. give me the thing that i would want to play and so now i am making it mm. but um so like it's pretty selfish and hopefully it benefits somebody somewhere but that's 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 the kind of thing that would be good 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 art is um which is incredibly egotistical now that i say it out loud but <laughs> good art is whatever i like i mean that's kind of what it is it, it is w whenever i talk to corbin and i'm just like why do you like this piece of shit thing which <laughs> <laughs> i find myself in plenty <laughs> he's like i don't know i just like it <laughs> yeah i kind of just learned i just gotta be like all right yeah whatever man i guess so why do you like this generic isekai anime like oh no i just like it okay. <laughs> yeah all right all right whatever sure uh i can't talk about it too much because you haven't seen it and many people probably haven't seen it but one recently is the multiverse of madness it's a three <laughs> I three out of three three out of hundred oh. <laughs> no it's a three out of ten um i don't know what have you what you've seen what have you seen recently everything you haven't seen that oh shit no. what have you seen recently have you seen anything no. what is a game that you are excited to talk about on the show because uh... I am bogarting all of the statements. I don't know. We talked about like what games you've been playing, like write down for your notes or whatever. I was like, I've been playing uh, Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I just finished playing Ocarina of Time, and I liked Ocarina of Time more than I thought I would. You didn't think it was garbage? No, I actually had fun, which is crazy because I thought I hated that game. Yeah, it it makes me a little sad because. Because we, we were brothers. We were brothers. We were, we were the handshake picture. We we both hated it. The Ocarina haters have logged on. Yeah. But one has logged off forever. <laughs> so what the fuck do you like about it now? I don't know. It's just kind of fun. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it. When I say I like it, I don't mean like it's actually my favorite game. I'm just like, oh, I don't actually hate it. Yeah, no, but it's something that you would be like, I would recommend it. No. You wouldn't recommend it? Okay. We're we're back. We're back. We're back in business. We're <laughs> no. handshakes. We're handshakes again. I would recommend any game like from the past, like, I don't know, five, ten years. <laughs> any game that could say like we're inspired by Ocarina of Time, you should probably play instead, instead of playing out because like the game probably functions. <laughs> it probably works. I can't tell you how much I hated, like Alright, now it sounds like I'm an Ocarina <laughs> yeah, hater. Yeah, you're an Ocarina <laughs> hater. And that's fine. When you can say it out loud, it's fine. I don't know, man. I hate a lot of the fighting. <laughs> but some of the fighting is cool. Which part of the fighting do you like? I like 
well, I liked fighting the Iron Knuckles. That was fun. Yeah. But also, I might have only liked it because I had the big Goron sword. Oh, you did have the big Goron sword. You had the cheaty sword. I had to. I I love big sword. What can I say? You give me a big sword, I'm gonna have fun. That might might that might be the only reason I had fun. I, f I f it it just popped back into my head. Um, we both finished it recently. I finished it the same night you did, but you finished it first. Um, on stream, I did the iron knuckle fight that night and i i real there's there's like three iron knuckle fights at the end of the game too so right. like spirit temple and then two in ganon's castle i think um and i realized why i hate it so much is because everything is so cookie cutter and everything is like i mainly hate the map structure and the dungeons but combat is also there and so like i can't stand swinging at people with my sword and then the lock-on system being like did you mean this one? Oh no i hate the lock-on system yeah i'm still a based z targeting hater yeah z targeting sucks yeah but um all of this is for me to say like i learned what i like about it and it's also the double-edged sword of like there's not enough of it and this is why the combat is garbage um I don't have the cheaty sword. I had the tiny little baby master sword. And so I go in to the iron knuckle fight and I die once. And I'm like, I'm not doing this. Shit. I am not spending five minutes walking back through the temple. I did that with the shadow temple. I died six times at the shadow temple. Exactly. I'm not doing it here. We're going to find a better way to do this. And so I actually just didn't hit the B button at all during my Iron Knuckle fight. You know what I did? I Z-targeted and I tossed bombs. Dude, I totally did some bomb yeeting at, um, at Ganon. At Ganon? At Ganon. Because I like ran out of magic. Yeah. So like, I was like, I don't have any more Master Arrows or Light Arrows. Yeah. I guess I'll just throw bombs. And I definitely was like hopping around and trying to throw bombs at him, and it just didn't work. Yeah, no, because he's he's one of the structured fights. You can't. Fucking... Dude, I don't know how long it would have taken me to give up on the big Goron sword if Chat hadn't told me to do it. You're talking about like the giant's knife and it being broken. No, no, no. I mean, like in the Ganon fight. Oh, you can't win. Oh, unless you use the master sword and like. I'm married to the big Goron sword. So like I was Yeah. I was committed. I didn't I got the Master Sword back and then I was like, put that in the pocket. I yeah. <laughs> and then like I sat there for what felt like years, just hitting him with the big Goron sword. And it just never triggered the the end. And then after I died, chat was like, You have to use the Master Sword. It's lore. Oh yeah. And yeah I was yeah. like, ah shit it dude that makes sense <laughs> but i hate it <laughs> and then i went back and i used the master sword and i won in like five minutes yeah like took no time at all <laughs> i i do remember that it was the fastest thing and, and you were just like oh yeah lore rules yeah yeah and like i get it i don't like it though <laughs> yeah i don't i i don't get it i mean it's I, the I think sword to seal away evil if you're gonna beat evil you gotta use the master sword yeah but i remember you said the truest shit that night and i was like this is why we're friends <laughs> this is why this is why i'm so close to you because you get me on a level that like 
sometimes humans don't. <laughs> Dude, I'm not human. I'm above. <laughs> you said something to the effect of like, yeah, but if it's like the sword of evil's bane or some shit, why isn't it the stronger damaging sword in the rest of the game? Yeah, like all the little guys are evil. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's that's what you said. All of the all of the enemies are evil, so why the f is Ganon the only one that like takes 5x damage yeah, or some yeah. shit? And it's like, yeah, that's that's my entire world. Uh one of the other games that I played recently is Tunic Tunic is one of our, our little talking points. Um, something I love about Tunic is uh, is exactly that. Shit. It kind of looks pretty silly when you see it in practice, but the speedrun, the final boss, which is very hard, the speedrun uses three items. It's the sword, the ice, whatever the f*** that is. The magic dagger is the ice weapon, and... The magic rod which is the fireball weapon and there's a secret technique in the game if you hit both of the magic weapons at the same time it shoots an ice beam instead mm. and so the final the final fight is literally ice beam two sword swings repeat until you kill it yeah and there are two phases mm -hmm. and so that when i look at it in practice i'm like that's one of the most boring fights I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> but in my lizard brain, I'm like, oh, shit. player agency. Dude, I, I might be sitting there like, I'm a fucking conveyor belt, bro. I'm going to hit you with the ice beam. Watch out, two swords. What are you going to do? Ice beam. That's right. Two swings. And then I, at the end of it, I'm like, I was so good. I was so good at the game. I'm so good at the game, dude. Realistically, though, it's like a super tight frame window. I tried it and I died. <laughs> and i was like and i didn't even try it. it works on three of the five bosses of the game and i tried it on the easiest one to fight that has not two phases and also less health than the final boss and i died like six times and i was like damn i can blow that's hard yeah i just remembered you said this was a speed strat not like the intended way yeah. and i'm like oh wait never mind i wouldn't be able to do that at all <laughs> <laughs> i wouldn't be able to do it let alone get the high of winning with it <laughs> yeah but that's that's why i like it because things like that are allowed and and i i listen to the ign like devlog or whatever it is where they watch the speed run mm -hmm. and they get to that part and they're just like yeah maybe i should have made the cost a little bit higher like the idea is that the magic dagger is like super good because it can freeze enemies and it can even freeze bosses and then the magic rods just like tiny little fireballs and so yeah i made them meet somewhere in the middle which is why i didn't make it take a ton of mana but seeing this in practice maybe i should have made it more than the magic <laughs> dagger don't patch it out though yeah, that that was ultimately his thing. He was like, "No, I'm not going to patch it out, though." That'd be cowardly. I I think his I think he was just like, "That's just cool." It is cool. He was like, "I like seeing my players because it's supposed to be like this foreign land." And one thing I didn't agree with was like, "Is this foreign land where like 
you're not supposed to be there and that's why everything is in foxish and you can't read anything mm-hmm. it's like well that's stupid because you are the fox yeah i'm the fox <laughs> let me read it yeah let me read it i should be able to read this but um but yeah no i i i think that's why i i vibe with it a lot mm-hmm. why i vibe with a lot of games and why i don't vibe with ocarina of time because everything's so cookie cutter and it's like i'm at a disneyland palace i, I mean i would definitely um tell people to play tunic before i told them to play ocarina which is funny because i'm a base tunicator yeah you you <laughs> drop that game in like three days Should i, I think base? <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i i just didn't really vibe with it all that much like the combat was super slow mm. and it was a little it was a little boring it was but boring it was a little boring um but the worst thing was I ran into a wall and then I broke through the wall and the game was like, I don't know what to do. You broke through the wall, dude. You're here in Wallville now. And I was like, why'd you put walls here, man? I don't want to run into walls. It's like, and I I talked to Corbin about it. He was like, dude, don't run into the wall. Go somewhere else. I'm like, no, (laughs) they put walls there. I got to put my head through them. Yeah. And I was like, ah, well. I'm not having fun. I'm really not having fun now, so I stopped. That was that was the that was like before the giant walk with the bridge, right? Do you do you know what I'm talking about? First, yeah, yeah. There was just a dude on a tiny, tiny little bridge. You can't get around him. You got to fight him. Yeah, and that was the wall that I got through, and then I was in a zone. So like. Basically, my progress was just like stopped there. They're like, you can't go further, really. Like, you're not good enough to go further. Yeah, it's especially twofold because uh, that's the hardest zone in the game. <laughs> that's what I was told. Yeah, I walked up and I was like, holy shit, this place is hard. <laughs> the, there are essentially six dungeons, and that's dungeon number five. And dungeon six is like lore rules. Lore, lore, lore yeah. rules. Oh, yeah. Man. So dungeon five is like the fucking hardest thing in the game, and uh, you need. So that's that's step one. Step two is that you got Metroidvanied, and you didn't have an item. Yeah, I was. So it was like, oh, if you just have this item, it makes the zone easy, or at least getting into the zone or whatever. And I was like, well, it's too late now. Yeah, <laughs> I quit. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. You you like you like Metroid. You like like Metroidvanias though. Mm-hmm. Why, so why not that one? It's mostly. I think it was mostly just because the game wasn't really that hooking me from the beginning anyway. If the game had hooked me before, I probably would have been more inclined to walk away and do something else. But I was already not really digging it. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of just like, ah, well, here's just a good reason to get rid of it. You yeah. Know? It's kind of like the straw that broke the camel's back. Yeah, there was already so much wrong with it. And you got to the part where you were banging your head into the wall and you were like, why won't you just let me slam my head into this wall? I wouldn't even say there was like, so much wrong with it it's just not much right with it mm, okay i didn't really like a whole lot about it the only thing i really liked i think was finding the little pages that look like like an instruction manual i was like that's cute but that's about it that's it <laughs> that's so funny that's the thing that i hate the most about the game yeah, i think I, <laughs> I heard that you hated that dude the manual pages make no sense because because they're in like fox language or whatever they're in fo- it's that it's it's so much more fucked than that they're in fox <laughs> language and then like 
20% of it is in English. Is in English, dude. <laughs> and it's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Why? Yeah. What possible reason, if it's not for me, make it either all in English or all in Fox? You got to choose one, man. It's like if you go to like a Chinese restaurant around here, they have like the written in Chinese yeah. and under it, it's like, it's chicken and spicy sauce, bro. You're like, oh, <laughs> right. The difference is one is I'm being teleported to another world and the other is I'm eating dinner. Yeah, I mean, I, I get you. I'm not going to sit here and like to defend tunic. Yeah, no, no, no. And it was, uh, yeah, I'm just trying to describe why. No, I got you. Yeah. Yeah, no. Um, so that part of the game sucks, but it enables some of the cool parts of the game. So I don't, I don't really know how I feel about it. It's a nine to me. But, like, I can see other people dropping it. I could see other people not liking it at all. Um, but I don't know, man. I, I, I like that shit. Um, I think it got screwed a bit for me as well because of, like, what I had been playing. Because I would, I would describe it, Tunic, as having, like, worst dark souls combat at the beginning at least because you just have a sword and a shield and like roll yeah and i just played elden ring which i already <laughs> think is worst dark souls combat so like i was just like putting my head into elden ring and when i finished it i was like i never want to play another game like this again <laughs> and then i went right into tunic and i was like oh shit i'm doing it again man and it was worse, worse Dark Souls. It wasn't. It wasn't worse, worse Dark. It was just worse Dark Souls. I think. Uh, okay. I, I don't know which one I find less <laughs> fun, honestly. I was just trying to equate it because you were like, worse Dark Souls is Elden Ring. Yeah, it's not like worse than Elden Ring as far as like the combat. I just don't like either of them. <laughs> what? I don't. What's the disconnect, I wonder, then? Because, like, I enjoy that kind of combat, and I acknowledge it is just I swing my sword, and then I roll, and then, like, you add layers upon that, and if the layers aren't fun, and if the initial hook wasn't fun, you fucking hate that game. <laughs> I just feel like that's how human beings are. If you don't like the layers or the base cake, it's, it's over. I think... So, like, my graph for, for Tunic was, like, I started, and I was like, okay, this is cute. I like the, like, the perspective, like, the camera perspective. That's kind of fun. Oh, like you can find little hidden tunnels that are hidden from you via the camera. That's cute. And I, like, found the stick and the sword and the shield. I was like, oh, I get it. It's like Dark Souls. And I tried to play it like Dark Souls, like timing rolls to get through attacks and all that shit, and it just didn't work and i was like oh well i don't really know what i'm supposed to do then i don't really like it <laughs> i'm gonna stop <laughs> it also doesn't help like i said i was playing elden ring and i didn't like that and i was talking to to my girlfriend about it and they don't know anything about like games or anything so I was like telling them, I'm like, oh yeah, so I'm like playing Elden Ring. It's like this and blah blah blah, and I don't really like it all that much and blah blah blah. And this went on for like a week, yeah, at least of just like every night they'd be like, what? how was Elden Ring? And I was like, I uh, I actually just don't like it at all. That's crazy. <laughs> and then I like started playing Tunic, and I was like, dang, I just really don't like Tunic either. And they were like, it sounds like you hate games. 
Like it's every time you talk to me about games, it sounds like it's a chore. I was like, damn, you're so right. Why am I playing these? I should play games I like. And so I was like, if I just don't like it, I'm just going to get rid of it. I'm not going to put my head through it anymore. That, that makes a lot of sense when I don't remember what game it was at this point. Oh, it was Persona 5. It was Persona 5 Royal. I was stuck in Okumura's Palace. Spoilers. I was stuck in Okumura's Palace and I was like, man, this shit is the worst thing I've ever played. I fucking hate it. And you were like, you should probably drop it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, damn, he says that about like everything. <laughs> so like, that's your philosophy. I'm like, if you just don't like it, just stop, man. Just stop. Save yourself the pain. That, that is that is kind of like a goaded mindset in, in in a way because like that's just like ensuring your happiness yeah yeah it's not it's not even like i guess ensuring happiness it's just like not hurting yourself yeah i think those are like this... you're not gonna guarantee you finding something good but you're not gonna do something bad right it's i think it is a similar result with different ends of the spectrum being sure. pursued yeah yeah so what the fuck do you like <laughs> <laughs> You don't like Elden Ring. No. You don't like Tunic. Tunic's my baby. Mm. I I sound like I didn't like Tunic, but I I actually do like Tunic a lot. So what what do what what do you find enjoy, enjoyable in games and movies and books? Anything? I don't know. I think I just need something like I don't know. It sounds so dumb. It I need to do something different, dude. I've been playing the same shit for so long. Yeah. I just need to find something different to play, like. Like, I, I keep mentioning, like, oh, Tunic's like Dark Souls. You know how many Dark Souls sh like, games I've f***ing played? It's too many. I'm done with them. Like, <laughs> it's just become, like, every other, like, broad genre of game. I'm just like, I can't just play another open world RPG, you know? I can't just play another third-person shooter game, you know? It's, like, it's so like stratified in my mind the experience with it i'm just like i just can't fucking touch it i just don't have the patience to to even figure out if it's cool or something it's just like if it's too if it's too similar to something i've already done i'm like why am i even doing it let me go find something different like i played um have you heard of this game called florence i've heard the name i don't know anything about it it's just like this 40 minute like cute little um, I don't want to call it like a visual novel because there's like no dialogue, but it's just a story of just like a, these two people who meet and they have a little relationship and it's just a story of the relationship and it's just like a cute little story. I'm like, this is sick. And like the little, it's almost like a point and click, but there's no puzzle. It's just like stuff like, oh, they're moving into your place. Well, here's your shelf with all your shit on it. And here's their box with their shit. What do you put up on the shelf? And what do you take out from the shelf? And I'm like, that's just a cute little thing. I like that. I've never played anything like that. That's cute. I'm like, that's just kind of the shit I'm looking for. It's just like something, that's, something I haven't played before already, you know? And then also Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta have Yu-Gi-Oh. It's a yeah, staple. Gotta have Yu-Gi-Oh. It's just, it, Yu-Gi-Oh for me is just a, a ladder game. I just log on and I just click buttons until I level up. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> I leveled up. Dude, my friggin' neurons are firing. <laughs> Dopamine is hitting. So for, what did you call it, Florence? Hello, Bruschetta. Yeah. <laughs> this is Bruschetta. Um, for Florence, do you think it has anything to do with, like, that it's 
because the the one thing you touched on that sounded like the thing that you liked was that like it didn't really maybe i'm reading too much into it this is the definition of reading too much into something <laughs> but like you you probably liked that the choice that you got to make didn't didn't actually matter it only mattered to you as like a, a player like it probably changed nothing about the game oh no i don't think it did yeah yeah but you looked at it and then it probably showed up like maybe later in a cutscene or something and you're like i did that i did that yeah and so it was like personable to you is that any anything um, close to it or i don't know if saying that like the choices don't matter is yeah. something but i think what i liked about it is like how I was trying to explain it to you, and I'm like, oh, it's it's like a point and click, but it's not. Oh, it's like a visual novel, but it's not. It's like there's these little things that change it from other things that I've played. It doesn't have to be like not negligible choices or anything. It's just like, um, what's another thing I've played recently that I can say? I actually haven't played a lot lately, <laughs> but like stuff like um outer wilds it's like my favorite game yeah and i don't really when i try to sell it to someone i like don't really know how to describe it i try to describe it as like a puzzle box and like it's an open world exploration game but that's not really it it's not just an exploration game it's a puzzle game but the puzzles you don't solve by like necessarily abusing mechanics in the game you read like research logs and stuff but the research logs aren't like research logs from other games where like you just kind of don't even think about them there's like a pickup in like bioshock or something you pick up an audio log and it just kind of runs in the background yeah and you don't even think about it or yeah. like in uh like resident evil you might see a log and you pick it up and you go okay 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 and none of the words are highlighted so you just like don't care yeah it's like I don't know. I read these and I'm like, oh, this is kind of interesting, actually, because you're learning about the world, right? Yeah. And it's like, I don't know, just the idea that they made reading fun. Yeah. Like, it was fun to me. I'm like, okay, I see. That's that's cool. Yeah. I I didn't mean to say, like, the negligible stuff, but, like, because it was negligible and it changed, like, something in the world, it's changing it and making it more personable to you. And so I, I I think I think that's I think that's good. I think that's right. I think um because it's just like you're you're putting yourself in the world. It's like I hate the word, but like immersion. And so like Outer Wilds kinda has that where it's just like you're reading it and it's not like other games. But other games kinda suck. Dude. So <laughs> true. Oh. So like you do the reading and it like helps you learn about the world does it also like help you like navigate the world too at all i mean yeah because there's like oh how do i get into this place oh i have to learn or i have to read these logs and get this stuff and like i don't know there's other stuff about the logs too i really just touched on how they interact with the puzzles but like there's characters in the logs because they're written by people right right so you like it'll be like ooh, repent and then their log and then like uh Pusheen and then their log and like they're having a conversation with each other right yeah and then you'll find another log later that's like repent talking to someone else about that conversation you're like oh i remember when they were saying that and then you hear repent say something and you're like i knew they would say that because i've heard them talk to other people but i've never actually heard them talk to people because all i read was like their logs or whatever 
I don't know. I feel, I feel like I'm just gushing about it. It's just yeah, I I like that you're gushing <laughs> about it. It's just really cool. Um, I've lost where we were going with this. It was just like the why that you like it, and I was trying to relate it to like, is it like the immersion? Is it like just because it's different than other things? And I was like, I think the being different than other things is like the hook. Yeah, that gets me in, and I'm like, okay, well, why? What what else is there here? You know, and like. It keeps me around, but with like the things that I've been dropping lately, it's like, oh, okay, it's just, it's just something like this. Okay, I don't care. Yeah. Um. So yeah, just do something a little different. Yeah, so, something different. I, I feel like that's why I got hooked with Tunic a little bit. It's a little bit of the same. Tunic does it in a really dumb way towards the end, but it's the same. The pages are like the best part of it and the worst part of it because the pages tell you things about the world and they tell you things that are useful to you. Like, I know you hate dark souls. <laughs> <laughs> I like dark souls. I, I just don't want to play any more dark. Souls. I think you hate dark souls no, because I played all the dark souls. <laughs> I have to like them. That's not <laughs> true. But, uh, so like as much as, uh, I think you hate it. I th I feel like maybe you might appreciate. So like some devs don't give you anything. Some devs will be like, all right, you're in the world. Here's the story. Here are audio logs. Here's Bioshock Infinite. Literally Bioshock Infinite. I love that game, but also like it just it's just a it's just a museum. It's just Ocarina of Time. The only parts that's not Ocarina of Time is the shooty parts because I have player agency. But the vlog, the 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 audio logs, it's all the same. I'm just hearing the telling me the story. But tunic, you have to infer things, and and then like so the devs give you everything, and uh, they leave you to piece it together. And like so, one of the things, one of the first pages I found was like, here's your dodge roll frames invincibility, and I was like, what the shit? That's crazy. Because it's like you're doing the roll and it's like as soon as you stop seeing smoke, you're vulnerable again. Yeah. And I was like, that's so cool. No other game would like tell me something like that. And it also be pertinent to like a book that exists in the world because it's helping you as a player. But you, the player, are also the main character. So that's I mean, that I interconnectivity is like super hot. <laughs> it's so it's so cool. <laughs> Because it just it makes me feel like I'm there, and and that's why the fox language sucks because it doesn't feel like I'm there. Every time I would like try to decipher a fox language, which you need for like the final puzzle of the game, it's not it uh it's late game. It's like a it's post game. Mm -hmm. Post game is the word I was looking for. But yeah, you you have to decipher a fox, and I tried, and every time I would try. I would get to the into a sentence and it would be like something bad. <laughs> it's like you piece of shit game. But I love it. But but yeah, I so just make things interconnected, I feel like is something we have in common. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I'm also kind of gushing and rambling at this point. I haven't Wanna move on to another topic? Yeah, I haven't checked up there in a while. I think that's most of all of them. Uh, I think there's only two, which is super hard to transition into. 
because it's like speed games. What was the last time you played Super Liminal? Uh, whenever I got knocked out of tournament. <laughs> you just stop. Yeah, I was kind of like, I kind of wavered with Super Liminal because I was like, oh, dude, the tournament's kind of sick. Well, before the tournament, I was like, I just kind of want to go 0-2 and lose. <laughs> I'm kind of just here to fill bracket, whatever. And I started winning. And I was kind of like, oh, shit. I'm good. I'm good. And then I lost, and I'm like, oh, wait, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bad, actually. And I think I won in losers, and I was like, I could go all the fucking way, dude. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm like three minutes slower than world record. <laughs> and, and I lose again. I'm like, ah, well, I'm out. Uh, that's how that's how it goes. That's okay. I think I, I already kind of wanted to drop the game. I only started again because the tournament started. Um... I think I'm pretty solidly not playing Superliminal anymore. I don't really have a desire to. Mm. Someone actually from the, the the tournament organizers, they DM me the other day about like a new rule to add to the leaderboard or something. Um, and I asked them like, well, why are you asking me? <laughs> I like not to like, I'm glad I'm being asked, but like, why? <laughs> I don't have like a good time. I'm not even playing the game anymore. I haven't even been involved in like the organization of the tournament like I used to be. Like, why ask me? And he basically was like, I don't know. I just want to ask people. And I'm like, fair enough, man. I here's my answer. There you go. You just, you don't you you have a good time. Aren't you, aren't you like top? You're like top forty. You're not top forty. Anymore? I don't think so. No. Oh. I thought the last time I checked, you were like top thirty or something. Maybe last time you checked, but like probably not anymore. I don't I don't know. But the gap between my section of times, like sub twenty-four to like top ten is huge. There's a valley. It's like the skill gap between like maybe like twenty-five up and twenty-five down, I guess, is huge. It's like doing a, a totally different route in Mario. Okay. It's just like these people are playing the game in a totally different way than I am. There's no amount of like refining I can do. I have to like just be better at the game. It's not like, oh, if I just like do a little different strat here, it's like you just got to be way better <laughs> at moving your mouse. And I just don't. I'm just not going to. You're not, not going to do that. No. I'd rather play a different game. Yeah. Yeah. I'd rather go back to Kingdom Hearts 2 and play Super Liminal again. You would rather go back to the, like the four hour run. I would. I would. Yeah. Than play like <clears throat> the 25 minute run and get better at moving a mouse. Mm -hmm. It's just, I think um, when you mentioned the question, like what, or when I mentioned the question of like, what's a good speed game? Yeah. I kind of thought about Super Liminal. I think Super Liminal is a little slow, not necessarily in like, it's a slow run. But, like, there's not enough, like, dopamine firing off <laughs> <laughs> when I play Super Liminal. A lot of the game is holding the W key and just kind of, like, watching yourself walk down a hallway. There's not a lot of pop, a lot of fireworks, you know? There's not a lot of, like, holy shit yeah. kind of stuff. But with, like, Mario or Kingdom Hearts or the other game I ran... I ran another game. <laughs> Super Mario 64? No. <laughs> I have a I have a speed. Do you run. have a third game? I have a time, yeah. 
that cave it, story no whatever it was must suck <laughs> uh but like all the like let's say kingdom hearts kingdom hearts has like stretches of nothing but then it has like these hyper condensed like pog city moments yeah like there's just a fight that you have to nail this exact like sequence of inputs or whatever and it like works 100 percent of the time it's perfect you just have to get this good at this like one section and like you get a bunch of dopamine to carry you to the next <laughs> to the next uh like thing right yeah. like i might have to sit through a two minute gummy mission but then like all the tight movement and like the fights i have to do are like so cool that it kind of makes up for it you know yeah whereas in super liminal i like Hold the W key for like 30 to 60 seconds. And then I'll move the mouse left 90 degrees. And then I'll hold W for like 15 seconds. Sure. And then I like grab something, spin it around, grab something, resize it or whatever. And I'm like, that's cool. Not cool enough. Yeah, no. Not cool enough. I need a little more pop yeah. in my tricks. The the thinking about Kingdom Hearts 2, you're actually absolutely right. I don't know if it's a four hour commitment i would personally want to make but like thinking about it that's still like in my head the most pog run of any gdq that i've ever watched is like spike on the couch and bloody biscuits and like okay now he has to nail this super tight timing to keep zigbar in this like yeah th this thing i don't know all the terms i'm not i'm not memorable enough to or I don't remember all of the terms. <laughs> but you're plenty memorable. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> Why did you touch me? <laughs> but yeah, it's so it yeah, it's it's no contest. Kingdom Hearts 2 is way just way more poppy yeah. like than than Super, super Liminal. Yeah. Even something like um I thought about playing Portal cuz it's kind of very similar to Super Liminal as far as like the gameplay is for a speed run yeah it's just a lot of moving your mouse to a place moving your mouse to another place but i think just like flying through the air through portals and stuff and doing like the the quick grabs and whatever it's it's just way more like condensed than like superliminal is unfortunately i think superliminal is a little too boring i'd say it's a good like it's, it's probably a great starter game yeah i was just about to say that i and then like Oh, you have a time in Comico. <laughs> That's it. I have a time oh, you in piece Comico. of shit. You taught you per you did that, but you did that on purpose. You <laughs> you prejacked it so you could say that Comico sucked. Dude, I forgot. <laughs> I forgot I actually had a time in Comico. I would rather play Comico than Super Liminal. Oh my god. <laughs> like it's just Comico is kind of fun. Comico's got the issue of like so like with Kingdom Hearts, it's such a long run that like if I fuck up a fight, I'm like, ah, what did I lose? Like a minute yeah who cares this is a four hour run but in comico if i hit a little thing i'm like i just fucked the whole run i gotta restart i have to restart yeah and like when i was running comico for like the night or two that i grinded it i was stuck in like the forest the first like run to the first shrine for like <laughs> hours i wanted to put my head through the wall dude i was like it's, this is so annoying that's how it is it's 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 insane that it was happening at that level too i'm not to say anything like you said it was but i'm saying it's a night or two of grinding i've put years 
not literal years, but years of my life, years. <laughs> years of my life into the game. And that's how it is. I have a section of my, my video tutorial that I never finished dedicated to how your movement should be such that you make the spike cycle going into shrine one and coming out of shrine one. And that's like the issue. Like Kamiko has a ton of depth and it's a good beginner game, but like it, it's, it's not the right kind of depth, man. It's so many intricate little, it, it, because they don't even, they don't even make sense. There's so many tiny things you have to just know and they're not fun. They're not fun things. It's like with Mario, they're not fun things either. But like, at least now that they're, they're in my head, I'm like, okay, yeah, I'll remember that. I, I dive when I'm walking too fast and I, I do like a kick in the air if I'm walking too slow. Mm -hmm. um, Kamiko, it's like, okay, this Dramos enemy spawns here when I walk to this side of the room. And it's like, and you have to do that for every spawn in the game. And it's like, no, no one wants to do that. No one wants to memorize every randomized spawn. Yeah, I feel like if the enemies were less random, it would be like way better as far as like how long people could stand playing it. Yeah. Like I really like when I'm watching you and you like do have to like quickly like navigate a weird spawn and you like manipulate not manipulate but like you move in a, such a certain way that you can like skirt right around the enemies or whatever it's so cool but that like <laughs> that like amount of pog is just not worth running into some random dude in every level of the game <laughs> like every time there's a spawn you have to think i have to react to anything yeah it's it is it's crazy how knowledge heavy it is but also how react heavy it is i it's something i don't think i it's it's almost <laughs> i don't want to say it because like i'm gonna get flamed for it it's almost like melee with like the level of reaction time you need for it to be like the best at it i think the point the game is that now if you want a top three time you have to have great reaction time and uh you'd have to like make a heat map you'd have to like align all of the possible yeah. spawns that could happen in a given area and then you make a heat map and you say this is the best place uh to go that i have to react to the least but i'll still have to react because the game is dog yeah it's almost like grinding luck which is just the yeah. worst yeah you know what i it it just occurred to me and i think it's the reason i use the word heat map it's like wind waker hd have you heard about this? They use like, they have a, a computer program now that reads. Okay, so it, it's it's something weird. You have to um, you have to do the RNG manipulation still, but like there's a tool that they use to read different cues on screen because it affects like the particles that come off of bombs or like Link's running skids, and then by checking that rng and seeing how well you manipulated the rng you get to you get to think about what possible heat map you have for uh the the sploosh kaboom game 
<laughs> because it's such a run killer. Yeah. And it is, and, and no doubt, if I remember right, it is welcomed by the entire community. Like, it is legal on it's every just like, if you're game. not doing this, what are you doing? Yeah. Why would you not be doing it? That's funny. There's, like, RNG Manip in, like, Kingdom Hearts 2. And basically, like, it's, first of all, it's stupid easy. You don't need a computer to, like, tell you if you've done it right. Yeah. But also, it barely matters. <laughs> like, first of all, it's at the very beginning of the game. It's like, if you screw it up and you care, you just reset. <laughs> but if you screw it up and you don't care, you might not even know. Because, like, maybe you didn't even know that it exists. But, like, you don't lose that much time. How 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 negligible is it? It's, like... Whatever amount of time it takes you to get like knocked back and then land, probably like a couple seconds in this four hour run. That sounds like some port priority. That's like, eh, you, you, it's more like if you screw it up, you get a mild punish. Yeah. But it's not really anything. Don't mess with this sock, dude. <laughs> but yeah uh that's not that bad it's not that bad it's literally not anything <laughs> <laughs> yeah i guess if you're going for like worlds it would probably mean something honestly like i don't even know if the world record people think about it because like it's so easy i i could bring up my notes show you it and you'd be able to do it like 10 times out of 10 oh my god but that like that's how pointless it is um we talked about like playing them what about watching them like what are your favorite ones to watch it's <laughs> it's still mario 64 mario 64 is like my favorite um casually because like there will be streamers that i'll watch and i'll be like i won't normally watch them but it's like oh they're streaming oh, mario. They're playing mario they're playing mario right now it's time to tune in yeah yeah, it's Mario sixty four. Um, I, I'll I'll watch Kamiko if it's on. Mm -hmm. Uh, but I don't seek it out. Uh, Kingdom Hearts. The only the only issue with Kingdom Hearts is so fucking long. That I was gonna say like I can't watch Kingdom Hearts runs. Yeah, they're too long. I I would only just watch like if there was a reunion for the people I already talked about. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like the gdq crew that did it in like uh, 2017 or whatever it was and then they're doing it again at a g i would watch that you yeah, see i i, I can't even do that because i'm a fuddy-duddy i i just don't like the gdq kingdom hearts runs like doing the sing-alongs oh, oh my like, god i can't do it no, i'm just not fun <laughs> i it, can't i can't it's not that you're not fun i don't like that donation incentive i mute i mute during those sections so you, i'm with you I also just don't like Spike Vegeta. Oh. You don't you, like Spike Vegeta? You know punchable faces? Really? He's got a punchable voice. <laughs> I just I thought that this was like common knowledge between us. I feel like I've talked about how much you, I don't like Spike You before. had to have. <laughs> I, I thought we've talked about Spike before. Sometimes he'll just be like not on the couch. He'll be like the donation announcer or something, and I'm like Ugh. Can we get someone else? I mean, like, genuinely, <laughs> you put anyone else in there, I'll be fine. 
that's crazy because i'm gonna make a bold claim for me he's like one of the most recognizable and also one of the most pleasing esport like voices like literally his voice yeah in games i don't know about pleasing <laughs> recognizable yes yeah i i feel like he like i want to be clear i feel like he's probably just like a super nice dude yeah <laughs> i feel like he is too it's just something about his voice <laughs> i just don't like it you know how people say like oh i don't like the sound of my own voice yeah it's just like that same kind of feeling i just like something inside me but for another human being but for another human being <laughs> i don't dislike pretty much anyone's voice except for him okay no yeah i i get that i i have one of those two uh i can't remember who it is right now but anytime it happens i'm like please just shut up <laughs> I, please you can say that it's corbin it's not corbin <laughs> i enjoy talking to corbin i got <laughs> i got dumpstered on because i was trying to have a sentimental moment with corbin the other day and i was just like it was at battle and brew and bed was like oh yeah he he needs to go away i need him to go like eight states away or something and I'd be like, I would be quite sad if you went away. And then and Corbin was like, oh, that's so sweet. And the entire time, Bed was just like, <laughs> he's got beef. He's got beef with Corbin. I don't know what the beef for is. Think, I don't even think it's real beef anymore. It's just like meme beef. Meme beef. Yeah. But it's very funny to, <laughs> to lean into it. To indulge in it. Yeah. 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 Uh... What what are we at on is, is our camera still on? All right. Uh I think it's probably getting close to probably turning off. So I think we should wrap up pretty soon. The only thing left we had on our docket was 2D platform fighters. And that's just an extension of how I feel about like games. I just want to be there. I want to escape from this world. I want to escape from these shackles that have been put on us. <laughs> the shackles of existence. Oh, hello. Yeah. Yes, the shackles <laughs> of existence. Because uh, <laughs> I don't know. I, I I just want choice. And I want the choice to matter. And I want it to affect the world. And then those are my endorphins. Is like knowing that what I did made a difference. Or knowing that I could have done something and I it, it just didn't occur to me at the time. And now that I'm thinking about it, it's like, why why didn't I at least try? And I like that kind of in games. But like Persona 5 Royal, it's like, man, this bad guy sure is bad. And then it's like, yeah, I am bad. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's a demon on a toilet. <laughs> yeah or he's a giant penis oh a giant penis bad yeah <laughs> bad guy and it's the text log and it's just like yeah he sure is a bad guy and it's like guys i'm worried about this and it's like we'll be fine yeah and, when you get the joker like uh you get three choices like yeah. it'll be fine we'll be okay and like what the fuck yeah and then <laughs> it's the same answer <laughs> i reset one time because i was so annoyed by it i am a petty person i am uh but uh i reset to see if it would make any difference. It doesn't make any no, difference. No, I don't know if it ever does. I, 
I think they're like the joke ones where you make fun of Ryuji or you make fun of like Futaba and then they'll be like, that's what you were thinking about? And it's like, that's all. And then they just go right back to whatever they were talking about. Yeah, it's an additional message and then they'll respond to what one of the other two non-joke choices should have been. Like, isn't it crazy that I want to kiss Ryuji? And they'd be like, yeah, that's weird. Anyway, our heist. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, man, we could have gone more into that. I yeah. want to kiss Ryuji. <laughs> yeah, I wish I wish it had any effect on it at all. Um, but it was uh, we, we got off of pla- I don't even know if I want to talk about platform fighters because I mean, it's again, it's just an extension. I just want my choices to matter. And when you do things like in, in regular 2D fight games and you you nerf my damage because my combo was too fatty, I'm I'm mad. I'm very upset. I think like I don't have any issue with that personally. I I find it funny that you're like, I just want to escape from this world. When you're talking <laughs> about playing fighting games, I never feel more like a human in my body than when I'm playing a fighting game, platform or not, I'm always just like sweating. I'm always just like the f- do i have to do am i gonna hit this block string are they gonna go high i i'm here i'm in my brain in the body that i'm in (laughs) and i'm like no i wasn't holding down back i was just holding back what the that has nothing to do with what my answer to this question was for like what we would like to see in 2d platform fighters yeah (laughs) it's just it was just funny you're like i want to escape I do not escape in the fight games. <laughs> it, you, it doesn't happen for me either, almost any. And that's why I don't play fight games anymore. The I'm a stats man. I love doing fake statistics. And then they're like, that's a fake number. I'm like, all statistics are fake numbers. Based. <laughs> but when Certified I... Certified based? <laughs> I like that you're the based voice. You just tell when someone's based. Um... Yeah, no, uh, the statistic on that is probably, like, actually 3% of the time. But that 3%, when it hits, and I'm in the zone, and I've got my my playlist on, I'm there. I am Falco. I am pillaring you. You are dying. And it's the best <laughs> thing in the world. But it happens 3% of the time, so I drop the game. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I would like to see a meter... I I don't want it to keep becoming games that I want to make. But one of the games I want to make <laughs> is a 2D platform fighter that has a meter and then you use meter to change your move set. And I think that would be really cool because it adds another layer of interactivity mm-hmm. and I like that. Um and and then the meter you you build meter by hitting people and 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 that's it. That's the entire mechanic. I mean, it sounds interesting. It's different. It's different. <laughs> it's different. It's di- don't play under the. I can't say that. I want you to play under the feet of many. But when you said like it's got to be different, this is Dark Souls the fifth time in a row. I'm like sweating <laughs> oh, over God. here. Am I making Dark Souls? <laughs> I'm, I'm f- making two D three quarter perspective Dark Souls. Oh shit different perspective dark souls though it didn't work for tunic for you it's not gonna work for my game it might be it might be more fun off the bat than tunic i don't know we'll see i'm optimistic um i like that as far as what i would say i want to see in 2d fight games i need 
I, this is all fight games. They just need better training modes, dude. I'm so f***ing tired of dog training modes. I'm so tired of it. I've seen so many, like, bare bones training modes. And, like, nowadays the bare bones is, like, way better than, like, Street Fighter 1 or whatever. But it's still nothing. Yeah. Like, there's, um, I, I... I've heard that like the best training mode or like the best tutorial, I guess, is what I'm really trying to put at. Not necessarily training mode, a tutorial is like Skullgirls. Yeah. And like Skullgirls is pretty good. Um, it's still a lot of just like, here's what your buttons do. And I'm like, don't tell me that X button is kick. Tell me how to like apply offense. Like, how do I assert pressure with a kick? What does that even mean i don't know anything about fight games you have to tell me everything i'm not gonna go to youtube and have someone else teach me the game should teach me yeah like i was like the only fight game i really play lately is guilty gear strive and guilty gear strive is so close to having a good tutorial but like it doesn't doesn't have a good tutorial because it's kind of a grind because the way it works is it's like okay character is gonna do one of two block strings on you you have to react to like the low or the overhead and block accordingly like within this combo they're gonna do a combo and at some point it's gonna split and they're gonna do overhead or low and so you have to practice and recognize the attacks and stuff like that i'm like that's good but then also the way you complete the tutorial is like they give you five chances to do it and then you have to do it three out of five times so it just screws my mental momentum to go all right i missed one i missed one i missed one and then be like well i can't complete it now i may as well restart yeah so then i restart and then maybe like i miss it i miss it i get it i get it i miss it and like Now I have to get it two more times just to get back to where I was. And it ends up me getting super tired of even doing the tutorial. Why Why is that? That's such a... I don't know why they did that. Yeah. that's They're like chump checking you. And it's like, I'm in the tutorial mode. You don't need to chump. Yeah, dude. I know I'm bad. <laughs> I, I'm here because I don't want to get chump checked by a real life person. You don't have to tell me that I... Yeah. yeah exactly if they wanted me to be like we got to make sure you know what's going on so we're gonna make sure you can do it like so many times out of so many times maybe do it like i don't know three times in a row or whatever don't like make me fail the <laughs> tutorial like just let me play it until i win don't make me have to keep restarting it and it annoyed me so much but like i don't know i just want more effort from people making the fighting games and teaching you how to play the fighting games they really just for the most part, go like, uh, your buttons make you move. And go like, you're done. Yeah, this is it. There's like a whole lesson in Guilty Gear about how to walk. Dude, come on, man. That's so fun. Come on. I know how to walk. It's it's almost like they prioritize the wrong things, and that's crazy. The fighting games are like one of the oldest genres as they go back to arcades, and yet devs are still like, this is how you walk. This is how you jump. It's like, dude, I know. 
and, and and you're right you're like you have to tell me how to play the game and when you say that what devs and like corporate heads probably hear is just like ah they want to know how to play the game let's show them what the buttons do and it's like you don't you don't understand at all what a human being wants out of like you don't get it i'm not asking you what the buttons do any my niece my like nine-year-old niece can pick up a controller or a fight pad and be like this is moving me this button makes me go up in the air we don't need that we need like this is good for offense or like this is what you do in like a block string situation which like again i'm not good with terms but like that yeah that that's insane there's um like character specific training missions too where it'll be like or not 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 this isn't actually uh part of the tutorial this is a new thing um they added it was like a combo dojo like players can upload combos Mm -hmm. and you can just go in there and try the combos which is like cool and all but kind of like what's the what's it's like kind of shallow dude because like i can sit there and grind out like a giovanna combo or whatever but like when do i do this combo when am i supposed to be like doing this combo when would i look for this when would i look for this opportunity it's like i don't know it starts with 5k like what (laughs) how do i make that happen how do i get a 5k to hit i don't know yeah all i know how to do is hit 5k that's all i was taught to do you hit 5k and then if it hits you can do the combo (laughs) i think it's just a little bare bones but i think platform fighters owe it to themselves to also because it's so much more like free form yeah like this is painfully melee but like (laughs) how do i uh, approach someone in melee it's way different than like guilty gear it's because there's so many different positions someone could be in like in guilty gear someone's either like on the ground or like in the air and it's like well they could be on the ground and in the air kind of because there's platforms yeah (laughs) so like i don't know they just need to do more and honestly blame like melee like like, wasn't made to be a fighting game (laughs) so like of course they're not gonna try to do that it's just a party game yeah (laughs) i love melee and i also hate melee um i don't the one that I hate the most is L canceling. I can't stand L canceling. I can't. I mean, yeah, that shit sucks. Yeah, it's like an arbitrary like barrier to entry, and it's like I don't know. People come to me all the time with this. Shit. Everything's arbitrary, and it's like shut up. <laughs> but um, yeah. Uh, so I just think what more games need, and it takes a ton of time, and that's why. I'm sorry. I'm gonna go back to it. That's why the game I want to make is never going to come out. Uh, Shift is literally never going to come out. Dead game. Dead game already. But what I want is a 2D platform fighter that would like teach you offense and defense in like a Metroidvania world. So it'd be a 2D platform fight. It would be subspace emissary, but like it would be good enemy placement and the enemies would actually like fight similarly to people like they would intentionally make mistakes with their moves 
and then you can capitalize that on that or like some puzzles like angst hate the angst hates this one um i'm so sorry angst hates this one but you would you would have to complete like a combo on like a test dummy to open a door and like that's the most painful grueling grinding thing but it would help it it would help like if you had to like uh i don't have any context and this is this is the horrible part i have three c's in games that i like it's context creativity and consistency um and it, it it lacks context and creativity it would be so stupid to make you do a combo to open a door but it would teach you dude dude i'm picturing it in my head okay you've got like your falco test dummy yeah and they're doing like short hop lasers or whatever and you have to like approach them grab them and throw them up into a button oh yeah 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 yeah. that that's great context there you go i wouldn't have had that context and so you that'll that'll like teach you either like power shielding or just like how to approach through lasers in a generic way just like walk forward shield walk forward shield or something it would just kind of put context to a strategy you would actually see that's a good yeah Yeah, that's really good yeah i'm pretty good yeah (laughs) See, in my head, it was like, I have to down air, shine, up air, back air, and then the test dummy hits a button. But, like, yours is just, like, up throw. And, like, the up throw after power shielding or, like, dealing with a laser is so much more useful. Because the combo, who the f*** cares? <laughs> yeah, after, so here's the thing. You, you would have, like, I don't know, your combo dojo where you learn that off of up throw, you can get like up tilt, up air or some shit, whatever. And then you're like, well, how do I get a grab? When yeah. Falco just lasering me. Oh, well, I saw the Falco bot in Subspace Emissary. In Subspace Emissary. Shooting lasers at me, and I figured it out then. I'm just going to try that. Yeah. Yeah, that, I, that's that's what I want. And it's it was never going to come out. <laughs> That's a tall ask. You're making, you're basically trying to make two games in one. I, I'm gonna impress you. I want to make three games in one what? because it would be a 2D competitive platform fighter, a Metroidvania, and there is a second story mode, which is like an RPG where you climb tournament ranks. Uh, uh. Yeah. Dude, you know what I've thought about lately? Golf story. <sighs> Golf story. I haven't played golf story, but just like looking, thinking about golf story has me like, damn, dude, maybe I should be playing some golf story, man. Have you have you not finished golf story? Do you I have never, it? I never started it. You I don't even have it. Legitimate. I will. <laughs> this is spiels and feels exclusive. I will buy you golf story for the stream. It is short enough. It might not be. It might not be uh, gripping enough. You might not. You might drop it, and that's fine. I just feel like the golf game that kind of takes the seriousness out of golf is just kind of cool. Like I've like played golf games, like just straight up PGA Tour golf games, and like that's fine and all, but it's kind of just something to do with my hands. But like, Golf Story is kind of fun because it takes the piss out of golf you know yeah you hit golf balls on a turtles or something right yeah yeah so golf story is genius 
Golf Story is genius <laughs> because it takes like this really I don't want to say grabbing story because it's actually super basic, but to me it's this so there's this kid and this is all in the first 5 minutes. It's not really spoilers. Um is this kid and he grows up with his dad and his dad's a really good golfer and then his dad's disappeared. His dad's gone. Um because we do a time jump and he's like 18 now. And uh He's living in an apartment, run-down apartment, lives with his girlfriend, girlfriend's out for the day. He calls his girlfriend, and she's just like, are you going to finally do something? And he's like, yeah, I'm going to do something. I'm going to start up golf again, because that was the only thing that gave me meaning in life. Based. Based. (laughs) And then he breaks up with the girlfriend. And so he goes, and he's like this no-name player in this established world of golf that his dad used to be a part of. And now he dropped golf for like this many years. And the story is about him being the best player and no one being able to handle that. He is the best player. Mm -hmm. And that's why it's genius because the golf is so dumb. You shoot a golf ball onto a turtle or you shoot like a piece of bread and the turtle catches it in its mouth or something. Yeah. Yeah. And and like these wacky scenarios, and these colorful characters and and these really honestly r- well-written characters that fucking hate you none of them like you but they grow to respect you and it's such a beautiful story i you should you should play it i'm so excited i think i'm learning that i actually just like i like goofy golf <laughs> because i bed and i've been watching this show airing this season called birdie wing and it's just a show about it's not about golf, like, at all. <laughs> it just uses golf to be whatever the conflict is between the characters. Like, um, there's a girl, the main character, she's, like, really good at golf, right? And, like, she basically just um gambles to make money. She's like, oh, you play golf? I bet I can beat you. And they're like, no, <laughs> actually, I, I golf. I can beat you. You're just uh, a nondescript anime girl. And she's like, oh, yeah, check this out. And she hits the ball. It goes like in between train cars <laughs> as the train is going around the course or whatever. And then that ball then hits like the little rake that they keep in the sand. Yeah. And then bounces off of that rake into the <laughs> hole or something. And I'm like, okay, they don't give a shit about golf. They don't care at all. They don't give a fuck about golf, which is sick. <laughs> the worst part about golf is everyone taking it too seriously. See some goofy shit. In the next episode, there's a hole that's like an L, right? And then in the space here is like a forest. And she goes to shoot it across... She goes to cut the corner and all the characters are like, you dumb idiot. You're just going to hit it into the trees. (laughs) And then she does. She just hits it into the tree, but breaks a branch. Like it it hits the branch. The branch like shatters. (laughs) Like they don't give a also not. Yeah, that's not how not how golf works. (laughs) They don't give a and then like the next day in the show, they come back to the same hole. And she goes to do it again. And they're like, she's doing it again. She's trying to hit it through the woods again. 
she hits it the exact same way. The branch is no longer there because she shattered it and just sails straight through and ends up out the other side. It's not that's not how any of this works. No. She like puts it from like a hundred yards out. Yeah. It like bounces off of some dumb hill and then goes on the green. I'm like, this is dumb. This isn't how any of this works. In the most recent episode, this is spoilers, but no one wants to watch the show anyway. The lady that she's golfing against, like, puts her all into this strike. And then like the credits roll. And then the post credits, the Marvel post credit scene. <laughs> She goes like, ah, and her arm explodes. What? She's got a robot arm. Oh. Like, what the f*** is going on? Uh, it checks out a little bit, actually. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, it's kind of gay. It's just like another girl golfer, and they just like, they totally want to just like play golf together. Yeah, that's, that's, that's You're good. like, hell yeah. That's good. Good yeah, for them. Good for them. <laughs> good for them. But it's 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 not at all about golf. Yeah. They, just, they just play golf. That that reminds me of ping pong the animation and and the thing I always say about that show. It's not about ping pong. I feel like it respects ping pong though. It respects it in some episodes, and then in some of them, it's like this wouldn't happen. And and, and I, I what what did you call it? Birdie something. Birdie wing. Birdie wing. Birdie Wing sounds like it doesn't respect it at all. And also there's a, a cybernetic sci-fi aspect. But Ping Pong the Animation, like, the episode... Spoilers. The episode where Akuma and... Uh, sm not Smile. Akuma and... What the hell is his name? Dragon. Peko. Akuma and Peko are fighting. Playing Ping Pong. <laughs> And he does like the super crazy lob to wear out, um, yeah, to wear out Peko. He wouldn't get he wouldn't get worn out from that. Like, I guess he's putting his all into his swings, but like, I th uh, maybe like, I think Akuma would get worn out. He's doing the serve every time, eh, or he's doing a hit every time, and like. I feel like eventually there'd have to be like a time rule or something. So like, I feel like that's a little unrealistic. That's more just like stylized for drama. Mm -hmm. Whereas I feel like Birdie Wing is actually just doesn't yeah. care about golf at all. As no. like a mechanic, it just like doesn't care. At least Ping Pong is kind of trying to like justify it. But Birdie Wing is like, ah, who cares? She hit it with the putter and it bounced off a hill <laughs> and it just rolled onto the green, just like we all planned, just like we all knew would happen. And it's like no one would have ever thought that would have happened if we weren't watching this show exactly. Full on Happy Gilmore. Exactly. Yes. It's just like Happy Gilmore. Yeah. Where Happy Gilmore is like, I don't know, I'm just going to hit it like a hockey puck and it works. <laughs> it's like, okay, we don't give a shit. Yeah. I'm glad I know because I can now not give a shit. <laughs> Yeah, the shows like that are cool. I, I I appreciate that sometimes. They need to do it right, though, or else you're Kill a Kill and I hate you. <laughs> Wait, I like Kill a Kill. I like Kill a Kill sometimes. Uh. <laughs> I I feel like our camera's going to die soon. Oh, we're good? Not dead? Uh, But I feel like it's... I feel like, I feel like we're, we've got a lot. I think... How you feel? Um... I think we've talked about most things. I do want to talk about one thing, though. One more thing? Yeah. Have you been to, like, an art museum ever? 
Uh, yes. When? And like, what? Do you know what museum? <laughs> it sounds like it was like a elementary Some, school field trip. Somewhere in Virginia. Yeah. Uh, well, it was actually very recent. It was like, I think last year uh, with Anx's family. Have you ever seen like a piece of art that can only be experienced like in person? Yes. And I th if you if you mean it the way I think you mean, like experiences and like if I sent you a picture of this, you're you'd not going to get the same thing. Yeah, you would just be like, what? Why is it? What is this? Yeah. Yeah. Do, yeah. do you yes. know what it was? Uh, <laughs> it was it doesn't even make sense to me when I was there, but like the experience of it, I was like, yeah, this means something to me because I'm in person. It was like it was like a giant box. And it was isometric, like the way that the box was cut out was isometric. And they had a bunch of different layers and the layers had holes in them differently cut out. So when you look into the holes, depending on which one you looked into and from which angle, you would get like not a different painting because it was all one solid boring color. But if you looked at it from different ways through the holes, you got different shapes and different like lighting and mm -hmm. stuff like that. And so that was probably the purpose was like you're using the perspective really creatively. Yeah. Um, that's the one that I remember. That's the one that like most stood out. To me. That but, sounds pretty neat. That sounds like kind of what I'm what I was trying to get around because yeah. like I could it was exactly like where you were like, like I couldn't just send you a picture of it. That's exactly it. Because like um, I went to the High Museum recently which um it's just here in atlanta and it's just in massive art museum but so much of it there kind of felt like i could have seen it online you know like yeah. when i went to go i went to go look for a piece for this topic because i wanted to reference it and so many of them were like oh yeah i saw that it was just it was just a painting it was there mm -hmm. and like it was cool to see it in person and all but like it didn't really do much for me yeah have you ever heard anyone describe like oh one day i saw such and such painting and i just stared at it you know like that that cliche yeah dude that actually can happen <laughs> i was we were in the high and we're walking around the like contemporary art which is like the modern art like the the weird shit that you kind of think about yeah like so a lot of goofy sculptures some like interesting like paintings and all that but it's all kind of like stuff you can see in a picture yeah and we see this like it's a concave disc made of like reflective steel triangles okay and when you're kind of just looking at it you don't really see much it just looks like oh look it's like a little disco ball kind of um but when you step in front of it like if you stand in front and kind of like not not in because the disc isn't very big like outward sure but like you kind of step forward into the piece you go from like seeing just a bunch of kind of disparate images from around the room because it's just a bunch of reflections to then seeing you like a million fucking times uh. it's insane that's really I cool. feel like everything exited my field of vision except for just like the limitless amount of me that I <laughs> saw. It was so cool. That that is really cool. 
it it also like echoed your voice so it was just crazy i feel like i don't want to say too much about it because i'm almost like i'm almost like you gotta go see this thing dude this like one piece of art the whole museum but it's crazy i i genuinely was like standing there for like what felt like minutes just kind of just like experiencing it yeah it felt really cool yeah i i would i would love to go there someday I'll, um, second uh second sunday of every month is free <laughs> second sunday of every month you all just right, gotta yeah. go into atlanta <laughs> yeah i i would do that yeah all right it's very cool yeah uh uh that's good art that's good art yeah that's the entire that's the name of the episode now good art yeah it's good art yeah. very yeah. cool but but what's funny is when you look at it online you just see like <laughs> uh reflection of the room that the picture was taken in yeah "Eh." that's exactly i i i didn't want to bring it up because i didn't know like if i could find it in a timely fashion i have a picture of the thing i'm talking about oh yeah yeah and so like when i took a picture of it and then i looked at it later that day i was like this doesn't look like anything this is this is nothing but like looking at it and you see the different shapes and this perspective it's the same thing yours sounds a lot cooler Yours has like a lot more going on, but it it's a lot, but it's also like not because it's just reflections of yourself, but it's so many and it takes up so much of your like field of vision. Yeah. You know how you're like, I want to escape the world. <laughs> I felt like both in my body and out of my body at the same time. That's that's what I really mean. I, I don't literally mean I want to be away. Excuse me. <laughs> I want to be away from this life. I want to be in my body controlling another like smaller me that's in a contained simulated space. <laughs> Bro, I got VR for you, man. <laughs> I love VR. VR is sick. VR is sick. Playing a lot of Beat Saber lately. You are? Yeah. Okay. It's okay. Very cool. What's your favorite song? Dude, I feel like this is another I could go because <laughs> like, there's so many. I love custom Beat Saber maps. Not just because, like, ooh, I can play the meme Shia LaBeouf song, but, like, because some Beat Saber map creators go in on making a map, dude. Like, the meme Shia LaBeouf song, they actually have you, like, crouching down, like, doing, like, little swipes as if you're, like, crawling through the bush, dude. Quiet. Quiet. It's so (laughs) good. I, uh, there's, um, like under the sea from little mermaid you know the the big red walls they put up so you can't you have to dodge or whatever they put like big long ones across like the side of your vision and then like one directly in front of you you can't dodge it it takes up the whole thing but it's so thin you don't actually like lose any hp or whatever from going through it and when you do that combined with the one at the other end and the ones on the side it like distorts the vision as if you're actually underwater that's so cool it's so f-ing cool that's that's awesome it's so cool i could go on dude i feel like we should probably stop but i could yeah i i think we've got the full episode but not now i have to play beat saber yeah. i have to get it on my pc now. you gotta get it on your pc yeah i don't want to like brick my ps5 i still gotta finish persona 5 royal uh which, by the way, it sounded like probably I hate that game, but actually, I, I, it's, it's, it's still pretty good. Like, it's an eight right now. It's just like the middle of the game sucked. I, I hated it. 
but what's your social link who's your who's your who's your gf uh i'm going after kasumi uh which is the new girl from royal yeah um i thought real hard about choosing makoto but i, I couldn't do it because because mm. they kind of shove kasumi in your face and at first i'm like this is weird they're like rewriting persona 5 history is this like a commentary on like the world around us and like the cognition of how we see things and then like you actually get to meet her and talk to her in a normal space where they're not shoving her in your face and you're like oh she's so great mm. yeah so so her but but i'm in the final stretch i'm in post game i i can't wait to play more of it um but anyway, that's I. I have to. I can't gush about that. I think, uh, I think it's time to cut off. It's time to cut off. Everybody, this has been Spiels and Feels first episode. Hopefully, many, many more. Maybe even have repeat guests. I would love that. Um, thank you for joining us, Kushin. Thank you for being here. Thanks for talking with me a bunch. Of course, anytime. Yeah, I love ranting. <laughs> I also love ranting. I love ranting with other people. <laughs> uh do you have anything anything you want to shout out anything uh yeah i guess go follow twitch.tv slash repent mf what the f <laughs> go follow twitch.tv slash pusheen hat based <laughs> have a good night everybody bye, bye.